Network. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of VT Network. I'm your host, Deadman. With me, as always, my brother, Mustard. Our other brother is still sick, still taking a hiatus. We have a special guest, Danny Etwell from Dark Charm Media, joining us. And today's episode is brought to you by Hideo Kojima's Film School. Turn an eight-hour adventure into 60 with these skills. Use hashtag best ever director for 20% off. I don't agree with that. Yeah. <laughs> and I quote, if you're good at, and if you're good at making video games, you can be pretty much good at anything. That's I mean, what he said. This, That's what second, he fucking said. Yeah, the second promo code is my my snake is solid. But we're not we're not using that one. I'm crossing that off. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, so we do have a special guest with us, Danny Atwell, um writer, director, voice actor, um uh, Dane did Helena Bonna Carter at the same time that what's his name did. Uh, just all around accomplished guy. Sick, dude. Retired porn actor. So, I mean, tell us about what you've been doing, what you've been up to. Danny, go ahead and just introduce yourself to like the show. Well, uh, after my uh, stint at uh, the uh, porn school as a professor, I had to, uh, I had to quit because, uh, well, I had a big... Uh, <sighs> Okay, I can't with a non-disclosure agreement, but that's besides the point. <laughs> yeah, we get point it. of the matter is... Uh, <laughs> yeah, also worry about Twitch TOS. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. But yeah, We got three viewers. We're fine. I'm, uh, I'm, happy, uh, I'm happy to be here today, guys. I, I got just, you know... I, I, I'm uh, the uh, CEO of Dark Charm Media. Um, we do a bunch of different things. Some of them regards into comics, but as of late, we've been really stepping it up recently with um uh almost like um for lack of a better term i guess it's podcast but i i like to view them as radio shows except for we ain't on the radio yeah. so <laughs> pretty much the same thing yeah yeah, yeah it's pretty much dramas. the same yeah. yeah the radio dramas uh some of them are comedies uh but, but that's what pretty much i've been doing like besides you know writing you know our own material and uh we've been working on some other uh projects together me and dead man um and uh it's uh so far so good um and uh so how how the how did we meet because i don't fucking remember i, I was thinking okay. about that before the show started i was like i want to tell a cool anecdote but i don't fucking remember okay so here's <laughs> how we met and it had nothing to do with the porn school folks no no okay. no so i was, I was, I was a different year <laughs> well, it's about, about a couple of years ago. Me, uh, uh, we have a mutual friend, uh, Justin Lentz, Justin, uh, J, yeah. Jay Gregory, um, and he mentioned to me that you were uh, you were an amazing voice actor, um, and he suggested that I look you up. And so I I, uh, I looked you up on um, on uh, Facebook, and you and I started working together uh, doing uh, doing Dark Charm Presents. Um, not too soon after, but yeah, uh, you like, we were just, um, we just made sure that, uh, you know, there was an instant, uh, connection, a good clicking, uh, of the minds between me and dead man. it was pretty, it was pretty interesting to say the least. So yeah, we're both, we're both pretty sick fucks. Lofus says it's okay. Deadman And I don't remember how we met each other. That's actually true. I don't know if I've ever told this story, but, uh, Lofus and I actually know for a fact that we work together. 
I was, we were at, a, we were at the same job doing the exact same job in the same pod together. We sat next to each other. We conversed. We know we did. We know we did because not only does he have drawings of mine, but he actually has designs of mine that I drew for him because I even remember the descriptions he gave me to do the custom art and we don't remember we don't remember that entire interaction we worked together for almost a year and then fast forward a couple of years later and we meet at another job and uh we just instantly click we're getting along really well and he, he gets out this this drawing and i'm like i drew that and he was like no the fuck you didn't and i was like yes i did that's my work and he goes no it's not it's this other guy that i knew it's not you and i'm like dude that's my work that is not i know that and i know the description how the fuck did you get it and he was like well, it's my character. I'm the one who commissioned it. And I'm like, we're, we were both like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> it was, it's so weird. It's so weird. But that's, that's my little uh, hetero life mate right there. In that yeah, I, don't, I don't remember how I met you either. Yeah, honestly. Uh, you were screaming and covered in blood. Sweet. <laughs> uh, Mr. Black says, I just assumed Lofus was a random in the chat. Uh, no, that's, that's, uh, that's my little hetero life mate. So anyways, so Danny, we do a wrap up every week of what we've been watching, what we've been playing, and uh, we just talk about it a little bit at the beginning of the show, so you are the guest, so please tell us, what have you been watching, what have you been playing, what have you been consuming media-wise? Well, um, so consu consumption in regards to, uh, instead of just, you know, more normally just doing what I normally do um, yeah. and listening to that. Um, the whole pandemic has sort of brought out a different little um, opportunity for me. So it was a bunch of uh, shows that I <laughs> shows that I missed as a child um, that I didn't, you know, either know the concept to. And I'm sort of just catching up just to make sure that I understand what all these were. Um, and I'm still in the middle of that little uh, endeavor so to speak. So what I've been watching recently is uh, Star Trek The Next Generation. Nice. Um, nice. I've been catching up on that because I originally started with the original series and I'm like, okay, I'm going to go linear linearly, except for I should have went with Enterprise first if I was going to yeah. do that. Yeah. But um, I went uh, with the original series and then uh, now I'm at Next Generation. I'm going to start doing all the uh, the movies and then, you know, just... Oh, you're in for a treat with the movies, man. Yeah, the movies are amazing. Yeah, they're really good. They're uh, they're probably the closest to the Roddenberry books that there are because mm -hmm. like the the series kind of went a little bit nuts, and while we a little bit, a little bit, and we understand that Gene was part of it and like actually like approved most of what happened. The original books were very focused on a lot of social issues, so uh it, it was it was just weird to see like the, the show takes its turn but the movies the movies are like oh yeah well let's do the story from the first three books and we'll we'll put this in so it was mm -hmm. weird so you're gonna have a lot of fun with that though but oh keep yeah going. keep going sorry for interrupting we're, we're star trek nerds <laughs> oh cool um so playing video game wise i've been playing um ironically enough star trek fleet command on um, my phone <laughs> and uh uh, shout out to server 40 um, uh, and uh, the other uh, the other thing like on my Xbox I've been playing is uh, DC Universe Online now a lot of people are telling me that they're like oh that's a dead game why are you playing that and I'm like well I like the DC Universe even though what's been happening to it's been kind of lame 
but still, you know, it gives me the ability to create my own characters and try and, you know, see how they would react. And it's more or less research besides my own amusement. So, yeah. I mean, as long as you, as long as you can assert your own story, that's probably oh, yeah. the best kind of video game. No, as long as you have fun. That's there the most important. Yeah. yeah. If you're having fun, who cares? And then uh, after that, I've been playing um, an older game called Shadows of Mordor. It's yes. a, a, it's a um, Middle Earth game. Oh yeah, be, and, be uh, it's times. really good. I, I I I thoroughly enjoy that one. Oh um, yeah, yeah. I I love how they tried to make it canon, and like everybody from like the Tolkien family was like, no. No, yeah. But I it should have been. That's the funny thing. It's really it could, good. It could be. It has the potential of being canon, but but it it crosses way too many timelines. Yeah, like we're we're going from first age all the way to current age. Like it's it's no, no, it can't it can't work. It can't work, especially when the main character isn't an elf or he's of uh, Aragorn's race. He's just a he's just a dude. Yeah, he's just has, a guy. Yeah. So how the fuck are we are we going from the first age all the way to current age? Like it 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 just doesn't work, and that's why Tolkien's whole uh, estate was just like no, can't do it. No, sorry. Like it is they cool. Tried they tried. They tried. It's a good game, though. It's a really good it's game. It's an awesome game. Yeah. Yeah, I love that game. What about you, Master? What have you been up to? Jesus. I've oh. been up to a lot. <laughs> um, I've finished... Okay, number one, Cod, Cod Cold War. Um, I finished the zombies, the new zombies Easter egg solo, which was mm-hmm. pretty difficult. And I did... I finished the battle pass. Um, and I'm ranked 200, so I'm prestige master for the season. So, yeah, that was tough. That was a grind. And, and that's uh, why you haven't bathed in three days? I've bathed. I showered like yesterday, asshole. <laughs> so then, what else? I watched Black Widow. And we're going to talk uh, about yeah, that. Yeah, that's a good movie. We're going to talk about it, yeah. And I watched, um, what else? I've been watching a lot of reptiles videos. Like, <laughs> literally, dude, I've just been binging on like venomous snake videos with their like handlers and like you know with, like their feeding times and like I, no because it's it's really uh educational like they they pull out a fucking and this is the black mamba it's the most deadliest snake in all of the universe and then like they're like talking about it like they talk about its species they talk about like certain like praise that it can have or like tendencies or habits these animals usually have and like it's really cool like i don't know they, I, I find it super interesting man. Yeah, I, I um, just like how I like, especially like with the black ma- mambas, because they're so aware. Like, yeah, you can they're, tell, they're fucking hyper. Yeah, yeah. So you can tell it's like severely awkward for the snake to be handled because it's just like, please, please stop, stop. <laughs> no, my, my favorite God. one so far is this, this guy has a fucking twenty foot king cobra named Kevin. Oh God, fuck that. And like, he, he, no, dude, him and the snake are so chill. Like they're so chill together. Like the snake doesn't strike at him. He doesn't ever like s pose. Like the the snake literally just like, hey, what's up? <laughs> like, hey, gonna take a bath today? Cool. You know? <laughs> like straight up. <laughs> what, what are we doing? What's the plan? Like he got he got some like fungal cream put on like under his chin, like right by his fucking mouth, and the snake's just like, hey, yeah. <laughs> like, straight up, dude. So I'm like, I, wish, I wish more people could watch just just to see you do that face again of a happy snake. <laughs> yeah, dude, he, he, he's so chill, dude. Like Kevin, Kevin's awesome. And then, um, what else? 
that's it for me, man. Just uh, oh, I've been playing a lot of Mario Golf. Uh, both the new one and the old one. Yes, I, I played on the 3DS and the Nintendo Switch. <laughs> I just I don't understand you, but all right. Uh, what? Why? <laughs> you have like the brand new version, like the the shiny version, the, the almost the HD version, and you're just like, I'm gonna go back to Game Boy. Yeah. like I don't know. The DS is sweet, dude. I love my DS. No, and and they're good. I just I I was never a fan of them, especially since they kept like coming out with them. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, let's see. I did watch Black Widow. I watched. Um, I finished Kingdom Season One. I don't know if I talked about that yeah, on, you did on the show. Uh, I, I'm I'm about to fire up Season Two. You should. It's really fucking good, bro. I'm telling you. Uh, I've been watching a lot of weird animes. Like weird That's animes. No surprise to anybody. <laughs> No, there's this one called uh, High Rise Invasion. Don't start. On, Don't start because you, you never stop. You never stop. All it is, is you'll these... explain the whole fucking plot before. I'm not like, even finished show. with the series. I'm like six episodes in. All the, the whole premise is just that these people get transported oh to like this high rise building, and people with masks that control their brain are hunting and killing them. That's it. Like I have no idea what the fuck else is going on because I haven't gotten further into the series to understand it. It's just weird and violent and gory, and I love it. So, Ooh. yeah. <laughs> um, I've also I, I'm I'm almost done with Harry Potter and I Have Blood Prince. You haven't finished it yet, dude. Dude, it is so fucking boring. It's so boring, and and J.K. Rowling is not a good writer. No, she's not at all. Yeah. No, like like there was there was there was this scene with Harry, and the, the, I had to go back and reread it because it was like three pages long, and the 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 narrative jumps from what Harry's doing to what the professor's doing back to Harry, to Hermione, then back to Harry, then to the professor, and I'm just like, what the? Hold on, what? I was like, what the fuck? Hold on, I went. I had to I had to like I had to like like scroll back and be like, okay, so. That's Harry's. That's Harry's thing. Okay, so now we're looking. We're looking at Snape. What's who? Who the fuck is this? And then okay, so like it's it's so bad, <laughs> so bad. <laughs> Mr. Black says I finished that book in three days while up north in the cabin. I had to get driven twelve hours and then delivered by float plane. Well, I I don't have a cabin to isolate myself and read Harry Potter in, Mr. Black. So yeah. Anyways, the fucking the book is boring. J.K. Rowling sucks. I am so tempted to just listen to the audiobook because Steph, Stephen Fry uh, reads it, and I love Stephen Fry. Um, no, what? Don't do it. Why? Because you're already like how how much in? But I'm I'm more than halfway through. So just just finish the fucking book, but read it, read it though. You gotta read it. I'm what what the fuck do you think I'm doing? Staring at it hoping to absorb the information i think yeah considering at this point how much you've complained <laughs> dude it's so bad it's so bad. like I, I i get it like like if i was a kid right like if i was like 25 years younger because i'm almost i'm almost 40 if i was 25 years younger i'd be like this is great this is feeding my add and my ability to switch perspectives really closely but I didn't write back then. Now that I write and I'm part of a writing team with Danny and, you know, Juice and several other people, I'm reading this going like, 
what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> you, stop. You ever seen like I, you ever seen like a little kid that's so proud of something and you're like, "Yes, dude, you go be a little kid." And then you try to uh and then you try to uh uh you know, uh, uh like uh, participate in it and you're just looking at that little kid like yeah, you enjoy that little fucker. Go ahead, have fun. This this one I'm looking at this like it's it's so bad. <laughs> Mr. Black I could says, never get into their books. I, I honestly like my my favorite author of all time is Stephen King, still to this day, <laughs> and he keeps me riveted on no matter what I I, I read of his. Right. But J.K. Rowling, I gotta I gotta agree with you. Like for some. For some reason, they she I think it had to have been obviously uh, due to Hollywood saying, "Oh, this character idea is good. Let's make a ton of movies." Because if you had to go buy her book and her writing, it's obvious shit. Yeah. <laughs> so. Mr. Black says, "I wasn't isolated. I was working as a horse wrangler, but I agree, Rowling is a shit writer. Great with creations and plots for kids, though. What about the Wheel of Time? It has legit plots and POV switches. I have no idea what the Wheel of Time is." Uh, but I'm writing it down. After I finished Harry Potter, I got I got so much stuff to read. So it's just the only the only reason I like the Harry Potter books is because they do offer more like insight and information on each character. Like you know, yeah, and like, like most Slughorn, of the time it's interesting. Like no, yeah, like Slughorn being so much more fleshed out and yeah. knowing like more of his motivations. Like yeah, yeah it, it was kind of it was kind it was set in the movies, but it was like glossed over you know what i mean it, when was when, when like slughorn or when uh dumbledore's talking, he's like i brought you here as bait and harry's like what do you mean he goes he wants you to be one of his and they're like okay cool moving past that like in the book there's this whole thing well i know in, in the in the in, in the in the movie they do show like the trophies and all that but it's never really outright said and in the book it's outright said but it's that adhd writing where it's like oh i'm talking to harry now i'm talking about them now i'm talking about him now i'm talking about dumbledore now i'm talking about harry again but i'm talking about the characters on the wall Fuck. Mm-hmm. like if i had to shoot that scene like as as a director i'd be like we're not doing it like this <laughs> get get out get the fuck out rewrite this <laughs> Um, or piece it together where someone can actually fucking understand. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm not employing six cameras to get this. Fuck you. We're doing two cameras. <laughs> get it right. Uh, Mr. Black says it has legit plots. Oh no, wait. It's it's 14 books. Robert Jordan. It's an epic. I'm writing down Robert Jordan. And he says Amazon Prime is introducing a TV series right now. Oh, that's that's troublesome. What's it called? I was gonna say that uh, I, I'm pretty sure that um, ho- Hollywood just made the books famous. Um, like the the first movie had such a success that people started buying the books and they're flying off the shelves. That's that's my opinion. And it, and it does happen. It, yeah. it, it does absolutely happen. Like uh, my favorite, one of my favorite series of all time, The Sword of Truth, was was made hit, was made really really famous by the TV show. The TV show was dog shit it was so bad it was so bad that when people went and bought the books that it was based on they came back to the tv series and like slapped it down like an angry customer of the receipt going fuck is this (laughs) what the fuck is this like this is the same story no 
No. Damn it, I want my money back. Dude, I would. Dude, oh my God. Lofus forced me to watch the goddamn TV show because I knew the books. I didn't know the TV show. I knew the books. And Lofus made me watch the fucking TV show. And I was just like. Mm. No. 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 I preferred Artemis Fowl as, as well. Uh. <laughs> Artemis Fowl was around that time. The books were so big. Mr. Black says in the chat, yeah, uh, Artemis Fowl was good. It has a really weird following. But, I mean, like, so, Danny, like, you are, so you're talking about Stephen King. What are some of your favorite, like, Stephen King books? Like, because I got, in my background, I got three three Stephen King books. I'm a real Four. big Four. Uh, fan <laughs> of the Dark Tower series. Um I love the whole fact that he basically created a uh, a shared universe within a universe, right? Universe, um, yeah. It, it it was great. I loved it. Um, the stands probably one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved uh, Salem's Lot. I loved. That's um, a good one. I loved even the first Gunslinger book. Um, but out of that the whole entire series, my favorite would have to be. Wolves of Kaya, um, because they finally get to, you know, dealing with all those animatronic uh, uh, entities, so to speak. I don't want to spoil it for anybody who hasn't uh, hasn't read it, but it's really, really good. Those books have been out for almost 30 years, man. Spoil it. It's fine. Yeah. But um, I I really enjoyed, uh, like, the only only one that I kind of had an, an if- thing was the last one and that's because it basically just re it's like it, it reiterates that Ka is a wheel yeah and everything just happens over and over and over again yeah and then the movie came out and i was like <laughs> okay let's see how this is gonna be let's see how bad this um, is i i didn't mind idris elba playing roland um I didn't mind at all. but i did mind the fact that the script sucked balls <laughs> Well, okay, so okay, so let's talk about the movie a little bit because I know Mustard likes the Gunslinger and the Dark Tower mm-hmm. series, and he mm-hmm. uh, honestly, Matthew McConaughey brought so much character to the movie. I like, loved him as Flag. So much. Loved oh him. God, yes. And well, no, it's uh, not really Flag. It, they call him Martin Broadcloak, yeah. the Man in Black. Yeah, but it, in black. obviously, it's the same guy. It's man. It's the, the Randall Flag's the Man in Black. It's the same yeah. guy. Yeah, it's supposed to be anyway. Uh, just hold, just to, just to address it. Lofus says just to torture him. Fuck you, uh, Mr. Black says Dark Tower. It's a hell of a series. Yes, yeah, no, no, no <laughs> it is. But uh, the stand, I got, I, I, I really like the stand. I just hated how there were so many plot points that King introduced and then just abandoned. Yeah, cocaine does that to you. <laughs> So, and uh, that's what he was on a lot of at the time, from yeah. what I heard. I mean, like, all right, so they're going to go find this old lady in the fucking woods. What are they going to do with her, Steven? I don't know. Then they're going to go to Colorado. <laughs> why, then Steven? Go skiing. Steven, why? And banging everybody. Fucking go. That's why, bro. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> So you mean to tell me everybody that goes to Vegas isn't having fun at all, Stephen? Yes, no. They're they're like crucifying people and everything in Vegas, man. <laughs> why why Vegas? 
Why even? I don't know. Because uh, the whole the whole idea that Vegas is quote unquote the city of sin. Yeah. Well, obviously they weren't having any damn fun there anyway. No. So it's kind of like what the like in Boulder they're all having orgies and shit in the book, and I'm like, what? What? Yeah. Yeah. Why was anybody going to Vegas? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. I mean. Gee, I mean, I, I, answer me that one in your coke stupor, buddy. That's a that's a fantastic fucking point, man. You know what? Every every all these hot people are banging in the next room. I'm gonna leave. Like <laughs> fuck, what? That's something I do. Yeah, but you're you. You we're 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 atypical. We can't insert ourselves in these situations. We've been through this. Just be like looking at my drink, like. <laughs> just leave. <laughs> just fucking just, leave. Just all fucking stoned. Smells like lube and regret in here, man. <laughs> what do you guys do? Oh, all right. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go out. I'm gonna go outside and crucify somebody. Yeah, just... Why are go you home. crucifying people? For the fucking hell of it. That's, Fuck it. That's what it, like, uh, that person uh, put 12 uh, items in the uh, checkout <laughs> instead of the usual 10. <laughs> and we're, we're, we're going to fix this. Fucker has to go. <laughs> that fucker's got to go, man. Get, <laughs> get the wood and the carpentry tools. This is going to happen. Sit, and people sit there and be like, ah, cocaine just hypes you up. No, it makes you think weird, too. <laughs> I don't know. We got, we got a resident cocaine expert, Mustard. Uh, yeah, thanks for paying attention to the show, dickhead. I'm, that's kind of, I mean, out of left field. Yeah, it's fucked up. <laughs> don't do it, kids. Don't do it, kids. I, if, I don't know if anything. Yep, writing like, long okay. novels that make no sense. Yeah, this, yeah, 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 it happens. But I don't know. Cocaine's like, like literally unnecessary in your life. Like you don't, you you don't need to do it. Like it, it doesn't provide much to you at all. Uh, <laughs> Mr. Black says done cocaine twice. Fun with fun, but I won't be going back. Got to say, at least you did it. I mean, so, I mean, I guess. You, you even, guys, even then, it's like uh, you guys. You guys are much more adventurous than me. I, I, I barely, in, I barely imbibed marijuana for the first time this year. So uh, that was fun. I've seen too many people go into a dark path with that stuff. I've never touched it. Uh, cocaine but, or the first times? For what? <laughs> no, uh, both. <laughs> both. I was like, oh, dang. Uh, Watching that. Miss Face says, I don't glorify my past drug use. Nobody's glorifying it. We're speaking from experience, honestly. Like, I'm, shit, you want to talk about a drunken past? I got more drunken stories than everybody here combined. But you know, it's, it's you it's live and you learn, though. You live and yeah, learn. Yeah, it's it's not glorifying. We're literally just talking about our experiences with it. But yeah, writing fucked up. I mean, so like, okay, so like, my favorite Stephen King stuff is stuff when he doesn't deal with the supernatural, mm-hmm. and stuff like uh, uh, Gerald's Game. Gerald's Game is probably my favorite one uh, of the Stephen King like whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, after that, it's Cell, and um, probably I don't know. Cause like like those are oh Dreamcatcher that's the one I was trying to think so those are like my top three Stephen King ones, and honestly, 
and, and the reason they're my favorite Stephen, Stephen King ones, and stay with me now, it's because there's no fat on them. Like, like he literally just tells the story. Like, well, like, you must, you must like. Um, have you ever read The Body? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, uh, the one that was adapted to become Stand by Me. That book was amazing, and there was a bunch of stuff that they cut out of the book, rewrote from the book <laughs> to fit the movie. And it is like, oh, like I, I read it and I was like, wow, if they would have made this into a movie, that would have been a whole different tone. Yeah, it would have been, it, it would have been also insanely problematic and probably wouldn't have upheld like the, the test of time. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like, like, like the stand is so kind of universal in the struggle for good and evil and the post-apocalyptic thing. So that, that stands the test of time, but stuff like it, that is very rooted in 1950s culture where you mm -hmm. have references to slurs against people and, you know, uh, very specific mindsets that just aren't welcome anymore. Like, so the, like, so like having, to, having to do it and especially in the body, there, there is a lot of it there, like a lot of it. So like, it's difficult to adapt it. Even as a movie company back then, I'm going like, all right, Steven, um, we know you weren't sober when you wrote this, but we're going to have to do something about this before we go to script. <laughs> do you remember what they did to the running man? Yes. yes. My favorite. My favorite. If you've ever read the off. running man, it is an entire, like I did a, uh, a video in this like a long time ago mm -hmm. um, on my Facebook page, not Facebook, but um, on my YouTube page. But I did a critique on the running man. And exactly how different it is from the book, the movie anyway. And I'm like, if you looked at this, uh, if you adapted the book the way it, he had it as a movie, as the movie it was supposed to have been, yeah, it, it, you you couldn't make it today. You no. couldn't in the climate that was that was. I mean, that is especially you know after nine eleven, all yeah. that. I mean, like it's, he takes and commandeers a jet airplane and rams it into a corporate building. Yeah. Yeah. There's, no there's wonder they were going to have to, they had to change it. Uh, well, and I mean, the main also, hero doesn't look anything like Arnold Schwarzenegger. He honestly looks a lot like Daniel Bryan. <laughs> that's literally what I was about to say. Let's not forget Arnold. It wasn't the ideal character. No. Um, and he wasn't in the army and, and like the mm -hmm. guy, like the main character, Ben Richards yeah. is not, like, like the whole idea of like the game show with, with a uh, good old um, Damon Killian. You know? <laughs> yes! Killian, I'm going to Killian. punch you in your stomach and break your fucking spine. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, I mean, at, at this, at, in this point, like I honestly know why they had to change it yeah. in the uh, for, for the '80s, of course. But <laughs> hey, it, Ashley, it, it was kind here. of like ominous. Hi, Ashley. Yeah, no, it, it it really was. Uh, Mustard, what were you saying about your favorite Stephen King stuff? Yeah, I was gonna say my favorite King uh, King novel is uh, Ring Rose. Oh, yeah, I like the lessons taught in that one. <laughs> it's dark. It's fucked up. It's really dark. It's real fucked up. But hey, I mean, man, they they did it. They, you know, like, <laughs> <laughs> literally did it to themselves. They were warned. They were heavily warned. Like, well, I mean, so this place is fucked. Yeah. Okay. So that's, I was I was gonna say. Go ahead and 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 explain it a little bit for those those people who do not like read Stephen King like we do. 
No, it's just about a, a group of people that go into a severely haunted house. I think for money, right? I forget. I mm-hmm. forget. Yeah, for money, and uh, they they get offered to stay there uh, for twenty four hours, and yeah. uh, they all go fucking insane and start having hallucinations and and start having these like um, kind of reminiscences of their life and like their past fuck ups and the ghosts make them pay for it. It's pretty fucked up. Like everything in their most horrible imaginative fears comes true and uh like it just like tortures them and yeah it's pretty crazy yeah it's very much in the same vein as like the shining yeah what? Think about it. No, think about well it. think about it no because you're, you're dealing with like people of like multiple lifestyles and multiple like backgrounds or in terms of you're just dealing with Jack. Couple, couple, yeah, <laughs> dealing with a couple people, you know, like it's a little different. It Ashley's, brings like it brings new flavors, you know, like new flavors. flavors story. Yeah, Ashley says I've been thinking about reading it. And I'm in the middle of something else though, and that it's awesome. Yeah, it, like it, it is. Rose, Rose is awesome. It really is. Mm-hmm. It's just really, really dark. Like, the movie's not bad either. The movie is actually okay. It's, uh, it's all right. It's missing, poorly written, but go. it's not horrible though. It's, it's like, also oh my God. it's it's also like, missing one of the best scenes like at the end of the book. Yeah, that is. And that's I like- will say that um one of uh one of the stories I did for Dark Charm Presents mm-hmm. has a very similar tone in um in that uh the supernatural is screwing with the living, but right. in this case it's a it's kind of like a revenge. Uh, haunting, so to speak. The, the the name of the actual episode is called um, haunting, literally haunting, um, and that's a it. It really has a lot of uh, similarities to how Stephen King sort of. Uh, uh, but this is all set in the Wild West, whereas instead of uh, the nineteen fifties, of course, and right. It's it's definitely a a different feel, but a very visceral similarity. So that's cool, man. Yeah, yeah I mean, uh, it's really, it's a really good, um, it's a really good listen if you want to. I mean, I, I made it a, a while back, but <laughs> yeah, and Ring Rose is definitely a good read too. Yeah, and uh, I, I, I have to say, my, my favorite author, of course, is uh, Michael Crichton. It was a microbiologist. Uh, everything he wrote was so like heavily grounded. In, mm-hmm. in science and the, the more something is scientifically plausible the more it scares me right i've said that a million times on this show uh so things like tremors tremors gave me the ick because like it's so rooted in in you know uh uh biology and the, and the way things are built kind of like worms and you know uh, centipedes and stuff like that so this this creature existing scientifically makes sense so it gave me the ick so, but stuff like it would never though, like it would never. I mean, <laughs> maybe <laughs> I would like to hope not, because <laughs> you live in the fucking desert. <laughs> uh, those things burrowing through my fucking house right now, bro. I'm so scared. Just, just <laughs> ah, fuck. I'm moving. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Ashley says that makes sense to her, and uh, Mr. Black says that he loved Tremors, and it was awesome silliness and rednecks. It was, but it's also scientifically horrifying. Like, if you really look at this from a scientific point of view, it is horrifying. Uh, (laughs) The Purge, uh, Ashley says, what about The Purge? I feel like that could happen. It would never happen because it actually puts in danger the people in charge. 
So it would never happen. Yeah, that would never happen. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, no. it's like, you can kill and murder anybody. Not us, though. Yeah. Not us, though. <laughs> it's like, so that would never happen. But I mean, like, like Freddy and, you know, like, like Jason and, you know, the, the only one that's kind of close that is an analogous to real life is like uh, Michael Myers. Like that that's the only one that's like sort of kind of a kind of yeah, I don't know, man. This dude took takes like ten shots to the fucking chest and he still manages to get away. Well he's like what, six foot seven? It doesn't fucking matter, dude. If I put a nine mil <laughs> in your chest three times, you're gonna you're gonna feel it. You're gonna go you're not gonna Something's go very far. Gotta happen. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't fucking matter your build, bro. Bullets uh, do damage to everything. <laughs> <laughs> Ashley says, uh, what makes her feel better about it is uh, don't worry about it a lot. Mr. Black says, we already have some really disgusting things, but they're small. Like the bobbit worm or those eels that burrow into you. Dude, I don't want to think about parasites. It's, eh, no. Uh, <laughs> Ashley says, Michael is a beast. He doesn't, he don't die. The thing is though, is that, um, those eels, <laughs> the thing is though, is that Michael Myers has also been kind of hinted at in in lore to have been possessed by a demon. So we don't, yeah, really the know. whole, the whole Celtic powers mm-hmm. thing it is a dumb dude. So we don't really know if he's, it was a, dumb. He, we don't know if he's just a big unkillable dude or if he's possessed by a demon. So like, uh, didn't Rob Zombie's movie like kind of recant that though? Like, didn't, so, so not really, no. They, they, they were just no, like it was supposed kids. to be like a whole new start and like directly from the first one. Like they were yeah, like, okay, yeah. forget all that shit. We're going to do this now. Like that's how that went. So like, no, even the Celtic demon is like out of, it's not, it's not yeah, even. Yeah, it's no longer part of lore. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I don't know. Um, so he's just, a, he's just a dude. He's just he's, a guy. He's just a giant dude who's psycho. Still though, hit him with Lucille. Watch how quickly the, that Yeah, changes. exactly. The Celtic shit doesn't make any damn sense. Try to read out who says those comments, Mustard. Oh. Yeah. Not bad. Uh, Ashley says he was more so a set and fed of kid and zombies remake. I mean, true, but I don't know. Like, just those are the only ones that are aching to real life. So let's talk about, let's talk a little bit more about Dark Charm because I do, I like, I'm not only just working on it, but I do love some of the stuff you've come up with. What are some of your favorite monsters that you've come up with? Monsters. Um, we had a lot of um, classic ones. Um, obviously, tweaking them to to fit our universe a little bit more fluidly. Um, but my favorite that so far has actually been was actually played by you, Dead Man. Um, oh God. <laughs> which was uh, our version of Krampus. Um, Oh yeah, which was in uh, Noxo with the series that I had. It was our crime drama, and um, this uh, this this poor this poor kid who's uh, who was like who was uh, sexually molested. He he was you know was sent to Crownsville Mental Hospital, and the spirits and ghosts that are already around that particular area take a liking to him. And he starts to gain power from them, As and it turns does. him. Yep, and it turns him into this hulking, massive figure who has the Joker disease. It's it's in his brain. Um, and if you haven't listened to it, Dead Man does a fantastic job in conveying uh, 
two characters actually in that series. One three. Is, is oh yeah, three. Um, but like the first two that I that I know of, um, like Krampus, mm-hmm. who who is a really you know, who has he has a different um, dichotomy compared to everybody else. He has his like two different sides. There is the the beast that he's became. And there's this scared little kid beneath him, and I swear it's it's very very interesting to see him play off of both of those. The other the other one would be um, of the polar opposite, which is the police captain that yeah. you play, uh, uh, who's who's dying of cancer, trying to um, to get uh, his life in order before he knows. It's over, you know. Um, but yeah, like that's probably my favorite monster so far. Um, I have a bunch of other ones, uh, but honestly, they don't come to mind at the moment. <laughs> yeah, just like running off the top of your head. Yeah, Ashley says that's awesome. It, it is like, and you know what's funny is I remember sitting in my last house, like just sitting there with a microphone, and I was talking to you, and uh, I was talking to Danny, and I was like, "Well, how do you want to approach this?" And Danny was like, "Oh, I want a real growly, monstery voice." And I was like, "Okay, well, you got." We started narrowing it down, and then I was like, "Okay, but if you do this, like one certain voice, and you add more air to it, it becomes more of a growl." And uh, I was like. I was like, I don't think that's a good. I don't think that's a good sound though. And Danny was like, well, I don't know. I'll try it. So I did it, and it kind of sounds like this weird, like Venom, like from the Tom Hardy series. So uh, I was like, eh, he's not gonna, he's not gonna like this. I'll, I'll do this whole like Venom, really breathy growl thing. And Danny was like, that's fucking it. Fire it up. Let's get going. <laughs> yeah, it was it. I mean, like I, 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 I was like, this is the. This is that best you'll feel that I was feeling for this character, and I'm like, and then you know the way you drew out certain things and added that extra drama to it, and I was like, oh, <laughs> this is going to be perfect. Yeah, as, as a voice actor, it, it's uh, it's cool to be it's cool to be part of the creative process, and you know, mustard actually, and for those of you who weren't around for the for the post show for the pre show, mustard's about to start voice acting with us too, aren't you, mustard? Allegedly, <laughs> are you are you distracted, dude? Like, what are you watching? Really, I'm just chilling. You keep you keep looking at your other screen. Yeah, I'm watching a tattoo time lapse on mute. Nothing really that attention grabbing. Just watching somebody draw stuff. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, since we all you guys watched... have been talking, dude, you guys have been talking. I'm not I'm not interrupting. Like, go ahead. Well, yeah. I mean, you can talk, you can talk about creative processes and stuff that you've been part of. Because you have been part of other podcasts, and you have been part of creative processes and stuff like that. Um, I don't know. I, I one thing I'm not gonna do is like commit to something that I don't know if I can. You know, like to the voice acting thing that you guys keep talking about. Like, I still gotta hash out details. Yeah, yeah. Stuff. No, it's not but, a guarantee. Um, yeah, no, not at all. Um, let's see. With writing and 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 like processing like coming up with monsters is something that like i've always admired you know coming up with original like actual scary monsters because nowadays it's hard to do with how many with how many like different horror things try to come out and different looking things and they always take on the same like oh it's a spider oh it's flying oh it's got you know you know fucking six legs that have fucking muscle arms attached to them you know what i mean like <laughs> it's i find it's, um 
Yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to interrupt you there. It's okay. Um, yeah, I, I just find the process of making the monsters in a creative way and actually having them um, uh, like actually scary and impactful is is pretty cool. Like, yeah, it's it's hard to do nowadays. So yeah, I had um, especially recently, and this is um, because of some of the newer stuff that I've been writing, um, and and some of it with uh, Dead Man's help. Um, the best monster as of late that has been sort of coming repeatedly across my path is the very, very human monster. The one that you're like, oh, that person could live right next door to me. That person could be. And and you find that you um, like, especially with the, the character that we have in um, uh, Cat and Mouse, which is uh, yeah. episode 203, I think. And then 205, which is yin and yang which is a continuation of that series um you find out that the main character he's very human very likable very but then he's got this mean just psychotic violent streak. psychotic violent streak yes yes <laughs> ashley says that you're watching porn mustard definitely not but i mean like so I, I put I put like like okay so I put like so much thought into that character and, and it was it was weird right because like I remember you you came to me and you were like I want I want something kind of new kind of you know not dust off the old thing and I, and for me like one of the scariest fucking monsters of all time is are xenomorphs um and uh, <laughs> I just I was like I, you know monsters are cool and all but it's the it's the what what makes things scary is unpredictability you know what i mean so like take the joker for instance my favorite comic book character of all time the reason he's scary the reason he's scary is because you never fucking know like you don't laugh at one of his jokes he'll kill you you laugh at one of his jokes he'll kill you you are there on time he'll kill you you're there off time he'll kill you you're there early he'll kill you there is no absolutely no consistency and so when i was uh when I was, uh, uh, you know, helping write this character and just write this, write this stuff out with with Danny, I was just kind of, I was kind of inserting some of that in there, and the idea that a, a, a person can be very much a monster. Um, well, humans are the scariest monsters, and that's what I was about to say. Mustard knows this a lot from Kirkman's writings. You want to talk about that? No, oh, well, yeah, The Walking Dead. The zombies aren't the most dangerous part of the universe. Yeah. It's the other fucking people that are alive. Yeah, definitely. Such as let's 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 go through a couple of the, of the characters that are just more that are more scary than the goddamn walkers. The end the end the fucking child murderer that decapitates <laughs> two fucking kids. Yeah. yeah. Talk talk um, about it. I'm, I'm serious. The governor who literally like experiments on people and, and enslaves them and kills them if they try to do anything. Also rapes Maggie. Yeah, no, not David Maggie. Morrissey in the no, uh, he does, in the series. He doesn't rape Maggie in the book. Yes, he, he rapes Michonne. Michonne, he rapes Michonne in the book, right? Yeah, and she gets him back. Yeah, she gets her revenge. Trust me. Uh, <sighs> that was wonderful. Yeah, she does. And uh, what's it called? Let's see who else. Negan, of course. Yeah, and Negan, my yeah. favorite character. Uh, Hold on. Oh God, he's like a little kid. Look at my toys. <laughs> Lucille. Yeah, that's pretty cool, though. Uh, let's see. Who else? 
<laughs> you got the cannibals. Literally, they're called just the cannibals. Yep. And uh, in the show, they eat Bob, but in the book, they eat Dale. Yeah. Uh, and it was, it was more fucked in the book because he was still conscious. Yeah. And well, I mean, in the show, he, well, was, no, the too, show he was too. Yeah. But yeah. it was like so much more drawn out in the book. It was. It really yeah, was. He tells, he straight up tells them, like, I'm infected. You're eating my limbs. You're, you're, <laughs> you guys meat. got tainted meat. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Black uh, says that he watched uh, It 2 last night. The scariest part was the beginning scene where a group killed a gay guy based on real life events, and the people guilty never even face penalty. He also says Jeffrey Dean Morgan is so, is so evil. Yes, he is, and it's gorgeous. It's wonderful. It's my favorite thing. A lot it's of a shame are... that he ain't coming back for um, Flashpoint Batman. Uh, he, well, it's up in the air. We don't know yet. Uh, we don't um, know if he's going to play uh, Thomas Wayne. Go ahead, Mustard. What I really hope so, because he, he originally did. Yeah. And fucking Dark Knight. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, the whole opening scene in it, too. Uh, it's it, it's it, people people were like under people were getting really mad at that scene remember like there was like oh they're talking fucking, about it. they're what are the what did the what did the right wing say that, that they were like oh they're demonizing they're demonizing people that are that somehow somehow they made this connection and again we don't talk yeah. politics we don't talk politics on this show but they no. somehow made this connection and started attacking Stephen King and the whole it series for portraying right-wing people as these homophobic murders even though it's it, it's it's from the original book it's in the, the book it's series. in the fucking book it's in the book like straight up there's and no there's no political association ever made to these characters none. there's no there, there's nothing ever made for these characters like like it's literally just a group of dickheads that throw somebody off a bridge yeah. And it's in the and book like of the 70s. said, it is based on a true story. Yeah, something Stephen King... Didn't he witness it? It happened in his hometown. Oh, it happened in his hometown. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, and, and once again, we don't like to get into politics, but, you know, it's just... It, it is one of those things that they, they attacked media for this kind of stuff. Yeah. And it, it's, it, was, it was like, no, 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 keep your politics at home, please. If it was in the original book, it, there's there's no association made. You're just you're doing this. You're doing you are doing this. Yeah, they're the just book. grasping straws. Yeah, yeah. I'm down to watch it again with you, Faith. If, you, if you're down, uh, <laughs> Faith says uh, I need to watch chapter two again. Uh, yeah, let's do it. Badass. Yeah. So, um, so let, let's talk. Let's talk a little bit more about Black Widow then, because uh, everybody's oh, watched it. So let's God. let's talk about it. Uh, everybody, I, I, everybody, there's money. There's money that Mustard found SJW shit in it, but we're gonna get to that in a sec. Yeah. Dan, Danny, <laughs> Danny, did you uh, did you enjoy it, man? I like certain aspects of it. It did have some of the better feel of the original um, Phase One stuff, right? Because obviously, I think they had this sort of planned before the end of Phase One or uh, Phase Two. Right. I know they're in like phase four right now, but yeah, they're going into starting phase, phase four. No, they're starting phase five. But um, but yeah, I mean, like it's it, it's definitely it, it definitely squeezed some extra stuff in it that I don't think was fully addressed. But I think it was very cleverly camouflaged. Um. I do not like how they did um, 
Taskmaster, to be quite honest. That's the only <laughs> big gripe I have. It um, was a cheap, dude. They turned a great villain into a cheap plot twist. Yes, yes, yes. That's, we'll, that's, we'll, we'll, that's get that. we'll get to that. We'll get to that. The other, the other thing was uh, some of the things that happened in regards to what happened with uh, the, the the widow society. The you know the. the all the uh, the assassins, the red room that they mentioned like the eighteen thousand fucking times, man. Exactly. The but the the problem with that was if this was truly the case, that is almost retconned several different movies prior. <laughs> like, like, wait a minute, ones? where were these? And did they fail this miserably? And <laughs> so, I mean, was... <laughs> so I mean, all right, all right, yeah. So like, which ones did they retcon though? Because I'm curious now. Give me a second. Well, they had um, they they were mentioning that it, it he's he was the cause of a lot of these different other problems, so it instead of being totally blamed on by the villains of those movies, there now is oh, a confusion yeah. as to whether whether or not they actually did it or not. Like, so I, I no, I, and, and I totally get it. Um, my. I had a couple of problems with the movie. Uh, first of all, I didn't mind Taskmaster because Taskmaster has always been a throwaway uh, character for me. I mean, yes, yes, before anybody says, oh my God, Taskmaster was a girl. Taskmaster has been a girl several times canonically. So mm -hmm. that's that's all out there. Uh, Mr. Black says, I have nothing but hate, but yeah, let's talk. Uh, Miss Face says, woman movie. And Mr. Black says, I felt there was so much more they could have done, and I had high hopes. Yeah, I, I will. I will address that. I, I, we were promised a Tony Stark cameo. We didn't get one. No. Um, we were, we were promised a Cap uh, cameo. We didn't get one. Uh, Lots of mentions, but no. Uh, <laughs> yeah, nothing. A lot nothing, of mentions. Steve Rogers. So, dude. Yeah. Um, now, my the the, the the Taskmaster thing, Mustard and I went over. Uh, you know, yesterday. Uh, to me, Taskmaster has always been a throwaway character because really everybody's like, oh my God, Taskmaster was like so huge in the comics and they had like such a dynamic. I'm like, cool, name their personality traits, name something they've done other than their accomplishments, name something about them. Yeah, dude, as a character, they're not, he's not, I'm sorry, they're not interesting enough, true, no. but the abilities, <laughs> the abilities and like fighting. Like he's a tough motherfucker to beat. Like they're a tough motherfucker to beat. Like they 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 are they fought Cap. They fucked up Cap actually, and and they got away with it, which is well, circumstances. But yeah, okay. He beat Spider Man. He did beat Spider Man and Venom. He, he beat Venom, and he's gone toe to toe with several other Avengers. Like he has. Like. Yeah, he's he's a great villain, dude. He's a great fucking villain, and his abilities are are insane. And for them to just throw away this fucking cheap plot twist and a, a rogue assassin mind control taskmaster, like I get it, it is canon. Yeah, it is, it is canon. It yeah. is canon. It is canon. But the, I just it's just what was that the <laughs> that was that was that was the second one, wasn't it? The second the was the no, second that taskmaster. Was way later, dude. Or was it, was it the fourth? Later. Yeah, it was like way later. Yeah, I think it was the fourth. Um. But it just pissed me off, man, because like, yeah, Taskmaster's dope. Like he fucks he fucks people up. He may not be interesting as a person, that's fucking fine with me. But like his in the his, comics, 
in the comics, he actually trained U.S. agent in how to use the shield. Use the shield. Mm-hmm. Uh, several people. He trained a lot of people how to use the shield, and also he got that ability from from watching Cat. From watching Cat, mm-hmm. yes. So uh, Mr. Black know. says the sister too. Uh, make her unique and not just a replacement, so they can put her into the next Avengers. Uh, we'll we'll talk about the sister in a second, but let's let's keep going down this Taskmaster thing because honestly, like for me especially such a big fan of the comics like tax taskmaster has always been a villain uh you know what i mean like like oh we don't really want to put green goblin in this so let's put taskmaster oh we don't want to put uh uh, we don't want to put norman in this uh, or you know his son so let's let's use taskmaster and we want to we want somebody to go heal let's use taskmaster turn them heal for a couple of a couple of uh, issues so that way they have a but revenge he's plot. still a good villain though he's like if he was a bad villain I'd, be, I'd have a problem with it but he's a good villain he's a good villain but also he was used appropriately in this movie literally there's there's yeah. no personality there there's nothing there's no personality there they are literally just a mirror and so when when uh, taskmaster was going against natasha romanov or fucking black widow yeah it was <sighs> it was perfectly mirrored and that's what she, that's what he's supposed to do, or she's supposed to do. She was going when when we see uh, the, her mimicking, uh, you know, the other Avengers, it mimics Cap, Bucky, uh, T'Challa. Yeah, I, I noticed that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when, and the when reason fighting there with the Guardian, yeah, yeah. And, she, and the reason is she is puts down the shield and starts boxing, like she just starts fucking. Yeah, and I'm like, that's Cap. Like she's fighting like Cap. Yeah, hey. she's, she's got even that that 19, yeah. you know, that 40s like yeah. stance. Yeah, and so. Like 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 Taskmaster being exactly what Taskmaster has always been, a throwaway plot point. And for for Taskmaster stands out there, I'm sorry, I'm not sorry. Like I I've been reading these comic books since I was a kid, and you know maybe you poor, came into poor execution. That's all. There's just poor. Execution. I, I and I don't I don't mind it. I don't mind it because like I said, Taskmaster was what Taskmaster always has been. But can we talk about the stupid the. St- Stupid revealing and all that, like what? The, 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 oh, the she's working for me. Oh no, she's actually working for them. Oh, you put, you know what I mean? Like the whole <laughs> like five minutes where it's just like something happens in the flashback, and then something happens in the flashback, and something happens in the flash. Like, uh, well, they. This is so it's, stupid. It's poor writing. No, it's just lazy poor writing. It is. It is. It is. Uh, it is an attempt to retcon things in within the movie. <laughs> yeah, within the movie, which we don't even need because we get the fucking point, bro. Like they're even, all spies. E- exactly. Even <laughs> if they didn't have those five second flashbacks, we'd still understand what's happening. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Like no. those were completely unnecessary, and it just adds fluff, and it doesn't feel it. Do- it fucks up the flow of things. You know. And uh, and there's a there's a, there's a, there's this whole thing going around about uh, the the red what, what's his name? The Red Guardian. The Red Guardian fighting Cap in the eighties. Right. And how a lot of people are like, why are they making the Guardian a liar? He's he's a liar. He was never a liar. He's not lying. There's more than one Cap. They're not all Steve Rogers. Yes, he did Steve fight. Rogers. He did fight Cap in the eighties. And that's one plot. That's one point that I, I like. I hear a lot of people complaining about. I'm just like, dude, there's been more than one Cap. Like he, he may not be fighting Rogers. Thing, it, yeah. They've never really they never really mentioned that in the actual movies that there was more than one Captain America. So that's why they're calling him out. I mean, in the comics, obviously there's been, there's been more than uh, Steve or Sam or even Bucky for that matter. Bucky um, there was actually six Captain Americas before them. <laughs> so, yeah. um, but 
in the movies, I think that was the biggest question is because, like, wait a minute, you're you're sitting here mentioning that you fought Captain America in the eighties. Cap basically got thought out in late two thousands, the early two thousands. Yeah. So there's no, uh, you obviously aren't talking about a lot, uh, um, Steve. Uh, Steve, and you're not talking about Bradley. You know, the the older yeah. the, uh, black guy. So who are they referring to? They could be referring this. to they a could copycat. be referring well one a copycat two um what's his name uh the the uh, flag um oh my god I can't remember fuck I can't I blanked on his name he's in the Punisher series uh Captain Flag um who was also cap who was also Cap in the eighties uh so there's, there's 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 been more than a couple so he could be referencing Flag himself. Uh, who was a, a Steve Rogers copycat? Mm-hmm. So there's there's a lot of there's a lot of, there's also um, the corporate America cap that came out with a and you've seen him with the black uh, with the black side cross. Uh, oh, he was in a he he was that was um US that was agent. The, yeah that was the that was the costume that he wore in uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier that mm-hmm. black cross strap thing. Yeah, that's that's corporate that's corporate cap is what he's nicknamed. Mm-hmm. So like I, I don't know like I, I didn't like that I didn't like that everybody's like oh my god he's a liar the guardian never lies and I'm like yeah the guardian never fucking lies he's not lying there either they're just well, not referencing what was happening in the movie that's the only yeah, thing yeah and <laughs> if you if you're not really a comic fan and you just watch the movies for the hell of it yeah I mean of course you're gonna be like oh he's a liar you're like no pick up pick up some. Honest to God, the best one you should read is Captain America 350. And that'll show you like all yeah. of all the because iterations. for a while Cap wasn't even Cap. <laughs> yeah. But let's let's talk about the sister. Let's talk about Elena. Um I loved her. She's more she's a more interesting character than Black Widow herself. Well, yeah, she's Natasha's... got she's got more personality than <laughs> Natasha, like completely. I, I think they burned out I think they burned Natasha out. Like no, and, she's just always been bland. Plus, you never know who she really is, so she's not relatable at all. You know. Yeah, and that's what I mean. Like they, they, yeah. like they burned out the mystery years ago. Yeah, you, you know what I mean. Like if this had, and we talked about this with Juice last episode. I think this movie should have come out four and a half years ago. That Natasha's burnt out. Her mystery is burnt out. Everything that we kind of eh, do don't know about her is burnt out. Even her relationship with uh, Hawkeye. Bard? has been huh or clint yeah yeah clint has been burnt out mm-hmm. so like so like the sister being more interesting and having more original lines and you know kind of being the voice of the fans uh, in a lot of the movie you know <laughs> my favorite part was when they're in the fucking store and she's like why do you do the hair flip thing you know with the mm-hmm. landing and the hair and what 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 is that? What is that? <laughs> poser. <laughs> yeah. poser. You're a poser. That's <laughs> funny. Natasha's just over here like fuck you. Yeah. Now once she finally does it, God, it felt disgusting. <laughs> it's <was> disgusting. <laughs> and I like Dude, she was funny. She was, she, a good was. she was a great character. And like I'm saying, like it's sad when like the side character has way more personality than the one you're supposed to be focusing on. Like it yeah. sucks when that happens. Yeah, and, and like I said, it's because Natasha's burnt out. So like we have this new interesting character and we're kinda like, oh cool, so the Black Widows can be funny. Like like Natasha was in Iron Man 
what was it two or three two two in iron man 2 so like like i I love the continuation that these these black widows have a weird sense of humor you know like when when natasha beat the living fuck out of uh happy uh that was hilarious you know what i mean like she's going down this fucking hallway taking dudes out happy stuck at the beginning fighting one dude yeah i got him i got him he looks up and there's like 18 people just like roasted yeah so like I, I, I loved Yelena, and you know she is kind of the voice of the fans. She's, she's like, what the fuck is with the thing? And you know when, uh, when the Red Guardians like, are you on your period? And she's like, no. One of the things they do in the Red Room, they take. A, and she just yeah, goes she into the just whole. explains the whole process, <laughs> and she did it with the straightest face. Yeah, like yeah. this is the shit you gave us. This is the, uh, this is what happened to us, and you allowed it to happen. Yeah, that was that was a big thing. Um, watching her explain that to him. It, yeah. Now, the biggest problem I had with the movie, and I kind of mentioned it with Juice, but I, I guess I'll, I'll go into it more here. Um, the biggest problem I had with the movie is that they didn't call the Red Room what it was, what it is. And the reason the Red Room exists is to train sexual assassins. These girls are sent out to be sexual partners and plants Mm -hmm. in governments as early yes as six years old Mm -hmm. they didn't say it in the fucking movie they danced around it so much and uh i i that's the only like and i get it i get it it's disney really can't say that really can't say hey this organization uses child prostitutes to influence world uh events and shit like that and i understand but like the the idea that they literally danced around it so so much, like it's a glaring red point that they could have just pointed at, hang hung a lantern on it one time, and been like, yeah, we know what happens to. Well, it's kind of like how they danced around Freddie being a pedophile too. In the original, the original stories, yeah, the original movies, and then in the remakes, they just went out flat out fucking say it. Yeah, yeah, so. And I, I I like the remake for for that specific reason. You know what I mean? Like, Danny, yeah. are, are you a fan of the remakes? Because I got a huge soft spot for remakes. Um, some remakes, I think, destroy the original magic of the original movie. Others were definitely needed. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yes. But like. For for the uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, that that was a that was a good remake. What's what's going to be happening later on with a couple of other movies that they're quote unquote remaking or rebooting? I am worried sick to death. <laughs> um, but do you have, do you have a list? Do you know which ones? Highlander. <laughs> oh, <dear laughs> all right. Well, you know what? Hold on. Let's let's put the final kibosh on Black Widow. In mm-hmm. the end, fun movie. Should have come out four and a half years ago. Not worth thirty dollars. No, and I did not find any SJWness in there. And if I and and honestly, it's because there. I mean, I'm sure there was undertones, right? I'm yeah, sure there was there, a lot of. Ca- if it on, it was camouflaged mustard. Yeah, I was about to say they. It wasn't as subtle or nearly as blatant as other movies have been. And I Captain Marvel was that. bad when it came to it. <laughs> <laughs> he hates it. He hates Captain Marvel. I hate Marvel. it. Well, honestly, I just, and, and I just this hate is just uh, yeah. But uh, honestly, this coming from an outsider looking in, when you literally take the original um, 
<laughs> when you take the original concept for Hal Jordan and you just turn it into a, a it's literally the same movie, Green Lantern and, and Captain Marvel. The only difference is Green Lantern, it made sense. For Captain Marvel, it didn't. I mean, like, so you know, like you're you're not wrong, but you're, you're not you're not right either. Like, it's weird because you're kind of stuck somewhere in the middle for that. Like, how how was a prick and always was a prick, and that's kind of what mm -hmm. made his character endearing. Uh, uh, Danvers was a victim constantly. Not only of like, like and, and this was addressed in the original comics before anybody comes for me. She was a victim of weird misogyny that was happening at the time, and that's kind of why her character was created. Uh, so like the like she was abducted, so on and so forth. So like they got a lot of the aspect right, but uh, they they went they went way too far left with it. So. What? His little ears popping out, dude. His little ears. <laughs> and Look at that. <laughs> I just saw that on the camera and I was like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, let, let's talk about some remakes because, I mean, the Highlander remake? Are, are, you, are you serious? They're looking into remaking that? They're remaking Highlander. Yes. Uh, and they've uh, been talking about it for years. And, and I know, and I'm like, okay, well, it's, it's just right now, it's talks. But then um, I think maybe about two or three months ago, Henry Cavill had been um, signed yeah, on to okay. play Connor. And I was uh -oh. like, okay, so what does this <laughs> mean for that. Superman? What does this mean for Witcher? What does this mean for all this stuff if he's going to be playing Connor McCloud? And I'm like, uh, I'm part of me is like, I wouldn't mind seeing it, but. There's so much from the original movie that that made that movie gold, at least in my opinion. A lot of people don't like the movie, but I that's like one of my favorites of all time. But um, like, there's a lot that made that magical, especially Queen's soundtrack. Yes, you can't you can't replicate that unless you try to find some other act just as magical. Um, Fallout Boy to make this to make this movie, and it can't be just like a sword slash movie, even though it's basically that. The the premise. Hold, hold, hold on, hold on. Let, let, let's 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 clarify that point. The most interesting parts of Highlander were the sword slashing parts. Everything else was hammered so heavily that. Like you couldn't wait for the next fucking flashback with Sean Connery or the next sword fight. Like, like they were they were so fucking blatant with the idea. He can't fall in love. He can't fall in love because he can't have children, guys. He can't. He can't have children, guys. So heart, falling in love is hard. Like, get yeah, we get it, we get it. Mm -hmm. Move on. But like, like so much of that fucking movie was just like this one chick somehow fall like. Oh my God! So yes, there's no other recourse for him to have her in her life, you know. Unlike the other female character that he has in his life, other than a romantic relationship, get fucked. Like yes, dude, we understand. <laughs> Tell the story. Like the most, the most interesting part of it was the sword slashing stuff, and you know, like her being inserted into the story cool she's a historian she's gonna give us more context and 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 more history of mcleod hold on hold on though hold on they gotta fuck why to move the story forward no you don't why 
Why? Get to the source. And the fucking Kurgan? Are you serious? We don't need this this half-baked 1980s fucking love story when you got the Kurgan. The Kurgan? Tell, tell me I'm wrong. Tell me I'm wrong. Go ahead. Try. I, I don't know, dude. I haven't watched Highlander in like 20 years. So. <laughs> Danny? I, um... <laughs> They could have probably added more in regards to the historical factor than they should have or didn't. But this was the 80s. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. You couldn't do it. This is the 80s. That's a cheap, um, that's a cheap, ex- that's a cheap <laughs> cop out. Can't just like look at something that doesn't make sense. Just that it's the eighties. Okay, I, I, I will defend. I will defend that by referencing another movie from Go the eighties, and it will tell you exactly the same uh, premise and what's going on. Do it, Masters of the Universe. Fuck. If you I'm... remember the eighty-seven movie, why did that go there, man? Had why the ability, had the ability to be amazing. Uh, but you had the wrong people behind it making the wrong, the wrong monetary decision. <laughs> and that's what you get. It's the 80s. The, the, you had no fucking lung pain. That's good to How awkward was he when he finally, in the uh, during the end of the movie, said, I had the power? Yeah, it, really? it was like that's so his whole feel. <laughs> Such a weird accent. I have the power. I have the power. <laughs> Back to one. Back to one. We're doing that again. We're do- All right. If he does this two more times, we're just fucking dubbing it. And they never fucking did. I have the power. Yeah. We're not going for Arnold. Dolph. Pay attention. <laughs> Fuck. I know you're. I know. Be you're, more American. <laughs> But that, they, honestly, he didn't talk very much in the movie. No, and he I'm didn't. like, good. That's that. Well, <laughs> but you could have. I mean, like, I know he's like, he was after Rocky Four, he was like one of the hottest uh, actors in Hollywood at the moment. Yeah. But the problem is, you had to have taken into consideration that his English just wasn't that good. Still and he may like to talk. So. Yeah, and he always had that weird, that weird fifties, sixties dad voice. You know what I mean? He's got the all-American the reverb. He's got the all-American voice, dude. The all-American voice. What do you mean? And then he had this weird, he had this weird like um, tendency to just like bad mouth talking (laughs) to you, and then make you feel like absolute dog crap. But he's the hero of the story, and you're like, oh, I am a piece of crap. The the, the the all American voice is the voice that sounds like you're just always announcing something. Now listen, Jimmy. Yeah. Now listen, Jimmy. Seducing your sister in this scenario isn't always the best decision. Ah! We need to do That's not a that's not on the script. That's not It doesn't matter. We're gonna use it anyway. Thank you. I'm not recording a second take. Um <laughs> <laughs> like, I guess we gotta fuck? dub the dub. 
<laughs> Somebody called Jerry. We got to get a we got to get a replacement. We're not doing this one. <laughs> but see, yeah, I mean, like if they would have had, but because and I did a little bit of research behind the the company that actually did uh, this movie, which was called Canon. Canon. They yeah. were a dumpster fire anyway. Yeah, what they dude. did was. And this is and this pisses me off as a Superman fan. <laughs> Go ahead. So what they did was they took the 35 million that Warner Brothers had allotted to them to make that movie, cut it in half, gave that bigger part to Masters of the Universe, yep. and stuck Superman 4 with 16 million. It uh, destroyed their special effects budget, destroyed everything. They cut out probably two hours worth of extra material that they could have used right, well, okay better so, material so let's let's be fair superman 4 was on fire from 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 ship sale because they eliminated a <laughs> lot of different um story plots and and scenes that made other ones make sense no yeah i know i know there there is there is the donner cut that's that's out there i don't know of if superman 2 no and, and 4 I don't know if it's there been released. Donner never did Superman four. No, they're they're called the Donner cuts. Like the whole, it's like the Zack Snyder thing. You know what I mean? It's just like it's just a name. It doesn't mean he worked on it. They're called the Donner cuts. Uh, I don't know if it's been released yet. This this came out last year. We talked about it, uh, but we did recently lose uh, Richard Donner, now, which is a shame. Um, but I mean, getting getting back getting back to just remakes in general. Uh, as for Superman. Uh, I don't know. DC has DC has flipped so many times about what they want to do with who, and uh, Mustard and I love Henry as Soups. Mm -hmm. I do too. Yeah, I think they did him a. I think they did him a terrible disservice by um, uh, screwing up certain aspects of the uh, of the actual. I wouldn't say that Zack Snyder ruined what what uh, he could have been. But the way that DC and Warner Brothers in general just basically treated him like dog crap afterwards, when all he's been is, you know, at least in the, in the media anyway, has been uh, cordial, polite, willing to do whatever he needed to do as long as conflicts of, you know, timing didn't involve. I mean, like, his big... Uh, his big supporter right now is Dwayne Johnson. Yeah, and well, right now and, he's and got on his court. Yeah, and, and Gal Gadot. Gal is supporting Henry in mm -hmm. the whole recasting thing. Uh, now, Dream Team, yes or no? Donner and Cavill. Ah, uh, now yeah. if <laughs> Don Don I, says I, I, no. I, no, well, here's the thing: it's like Donner struck gold with Chris Reeve. Yeah. Um. Donner has a the way he does his movies, he 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 does something called verisimilitude. Mm -hmm. He wants like as long as you can make the universe that they're in seem believable to the um to the, the, the watcher, that's perfect. Sure, there's gonna be funny things. Sure, there's gonna be uh dangerous things. There's just gonna be things that are sort of fantastical, but if you can make it believable in the universe that they're in. It's perfect. So if you were to take someone with the technology that you have today with that type of mentality and have Henry Cavill as your leading man, 
That would uh, that would make up more. I honestly think that money uh, from that movie would be double what Man of Steel was, and definitely double what Batman versus Superman was. Buster, what, what do you think, Buster? Because you were kind of like, eh. Nah, dude, Reeves. Reeves is better than Donner. Well, Do- Donner's, Donner's the director. director. Yeah, still, still sense. <laughs> what do you think I'm saying? I would have seen Reeves as the director, damn it. Well, that's yeah, what I've almost had. Exactly, exactly. Like, Reeves uh, is dead. Know. It didn't work. <laughs> I, I, I think I think what they did to Cavill in terms of like storyline and Justice League and Batman versus Supes, like it's just a tragedy, really, because they took two of the coolest storylines that we have of Spider of Spider Superman and like ruined it. <laughs> they fucking yeah. they fucking ruined it. Like the two most interesting actual like storylines we have with those two characters is is it requires a lot of depth and a lot of like um a lot of talking and a lot of uh like explaining how shit happens and they just did not have that in the movies so you're talking about zod and uh batman versus superman Mm -hmm. zod i don't have a problem with zod I, I, don't. I don't have a problem with Zod, but I have a problem with the whole Doomsday reincarnation bullshit. Yeah, no, that was bullshit. Yes. That's what that I'm was... trying. That's what I'm talking about. Is like instead of actually, because Doomsday, instead of actually explaining his character and what he actually, how he actually came about, was just horrible. By the way, Doomsday is, is, is actually one of the most morbid villains I, I could think of. Because <laughs> yeah, imagine, you, imagine getting shot out into word. space thousands of times as a baby, you know dying in the most horrible ways and remembering each and every one of them and then finally having your body into, mutated turning to this evolutionary fucking monster that hates everything because of it like, yeah i mean the that, best thing they could have did was they should have the whole thing is they started off with the kryptonian heritage that should have been the big reveal at the like at the end like if they were going to do what I would have felt like would have been the ideal version of the death and return of Superman. They, they should have had that as the reveal in the end that doomsday was of Kryptonian technology. It actually had nothing to do with Zod. I'll admit that wholeheartedly. Yeah. Um, They fucked it up. But you gotta admit (laughs) having Batman and wonder woman there, that was a lot better than having justice league's B team. Uh, yeah, Martian Manhunter. The way that they ex- executed it in the movie, I would say I'd rather have the B team and <laughs> save the good stuff for the other ones. So, I mean, okay, okay, so Zod being the basis for Doomsday as a writer uh, who who sees the limitations that Warner Brother fucks with these people, I can totally see having to go like, well, I got, I got, I got, Okay, so there's Zod. Hold on. Fuck. Um. What? Um. So like, yeah, dude, they had the reincarnation tank. Like, where the where the fuck my homie Rajah Ghul at? You know what I mean? Like, literally. <laughs> you know, like, they, they they had they had they had so many limitations. So the idea that they had to literally go back to Zod, and uh, you know, all of all of you know Zod's little homies are dead. Like, yeah, yeah, I I, I get it. I understand that. You know, it's it's like one of those. What the fuck am I supposed to do? You won't let me have Krypton. You won't let me have uh, an in-between movie. You know what I mean? To to explore Krypton. Yeah, because they were supposed to do a Man of Steel 2 before mm-hmm. Batman. And yeah. Toby Emmerich came in. 
and basically told everyone that was you know attached to the, uh, the DC division from Warner Brothers. Now we want to add Batman to this, and we want it. Yeah. Uh, we don't want a second Man of Steel right yet. And that never happened. I mean, the the second Man of Steel movie was never was never done. Where <laughs> it's such a tragedy too, because like I said, there's so much story involving these characters, and yeah. Warner Brothers just has this fucking tendency to throw a thirty second fucking scene on the screen for you to watch and you're supposed to understand everything it's like what the fuck man and that's and a lot of people have been complaining about the snyder cut of justice league and he, he, here's i liked it and i did the, too the reason i liked it was the fuck you towards warner brothers mm-hmm. the, that was my biggest reason I, I everybody knows me I, i'm i don't know edge lord in that thing the more fuck you something is the more i love it but that was the most that was the most fucking well thought out beautifully executed fuck you to warner brothers i have ever seen because it didn't fix anything and this it cut, was a lot this cut didn't fix much dude like not much like okay the whole thing with cyborg that's about it well and joker and soups and the the idea of soups coming back plus flash being the biggest part of the goddamn one of the biggest parts of the goddamn story unlike and they fleshed him out a little bit better uh the flash of course the scene with him and iris got a little creepy (laughs) but i'm starting to believe that's just ezra miller that's always been creepy though like him and iris like barry and iris has always been creepy you can not convince me otherwise it's like oh i'm gonna stroke your face i don't know who you are (laughs) Stop touching me. <laughs> Imagine that in the Speed Force. <laughs> then the idea that he's just like pocketing a hot dog while he does it. Like, I'm just. Yeah. I was like, who, who greenlit this? Who on the day shooting this was like, let's involve a hot dog while he strokes a woman's face? I know. Uh, <laughs> I did yeah. like there's like the whole entire thing I think with Cyborg basically redeemed his character. Um especially yeah. the extra stuff that they added about how powerful Cyborg actually is. Too bad he's not coming back. No, yeah. he's not. And the sad thing is because Ray Fisher, I think he did a good job, but just because him and uh him and uh shoot uh Joss Whedon got into that big giant argument and the studio sided with Whedon. So, so like, we've we've covered this in depth, and uh, there's we we have read every article, we've covered every article, we've talked about every aspect of this. Ray Fisher is in no way innocent. Like we're not saying he wasn't wronged. We believe that he believes he was wronged. We mm-hmm. absolutely one hundred believe him, and, and, and we we believe that there should be some kind of uh, reparation justice for him. However. He's not innocent in this. He's he, they've, they've had investigation teams contact him and try to talk to him and try to work with him outside of DC and Warner Brothers mm-hmm. saying, we want to get to the bottom of this. We're a third-party company. We have no affiliation with these people. We want to understand what happened. And he's been like, fuck you, not doing it. And on top of that, they're like, okay, well, if you won't do it, you said that other people have been wrong. Give us their names, even in even in an anonymous an anonymous setting. Give us their names. Lead us to the people we can talk to. If you're not willing to do it, and he said, "Fuck you, not doing it." So it's like, okay, dude, 
you have these people trying to contact you to fix this, to 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 bring this to light, and you won't cooperate. No, because like, according to him, they're all studio execs, and they're all yeah, yeah. So he's not innocent in this, and and I and we we don't like saying that as as VT Network, Mustard and I, and even DJ, we don't like saying that. But the fact is, is that dude, if you have so many fucking people reaching out to try to prove you right. And all you're doing is going, fuck you, I'm not gonna. You just had to believe my my story, face value. I'm not gonna name anybody else. I'm not gonna give you any other information. It's like, dude, that's problematic. That's problematic. Were you wronged? We absolutely believe so because Hollywood is shitty and Warner Brothers is even shittier. Joss Whedon's an asshole. And Joss Whedon's yeah. a fucking prick. I mean, a lot of people this. came out uh, to... Uh, to basically bashed Joss Whedon. Gal Gadot yeah. said she was almost, what was it, fired because she... <laughs> well, that's that's wouldn't... a rumor. That's a rumor. Yeah. That, was never, that was never confirmed or denied by her. Like, there was just somebody who said that her and Joss Whedon got into it on set. And neither one of them has denied or confirmed it, so we don't fucking know about it. Uh, but we, like, anybody who's, been, who's, who's watched movies or been around movies for, I don't know, 20 years... Knows that Joss Whedon is a piece of shit. He's a crazy motherfucker too. Yeah, I was like, like people have said that he's absolutely unstable. <laughs> yeah, like one day he's walking and said like the happiest person, and then like the next five minutes could be hell for everybody. Like it's crazy. Like yeah, mm-hmm. literally, uh, Robot Chicken made a joke about that. Robot Chicken made a joke about why he was fired from Wonder Woman was because he's so fucking nuts. So like. I don't like and, and like I said, we don't like saying that. We don't like saying that Ray Fisher is problematic in this whole fucking movie, or this whole situation. But he is. But he fucked himself out of a role. Huh? Yeah, and the idea that they're not recasting him, they're not recasting. Uh, no, they're, we're, uh, that's it for Justice League. That's that's all we're getting. No, we're getting. We're, the Flash movie is in production. We have stills. We also have. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, <laughs> what? That that's cute and all, but show me Dark Side, bro. Yeah, we. I don't know. We might get Dark Side. No, but I, I don't know. Gal Gadot right now, her contract is up in the air. We know Batfleck; he's getting his own thing for for HBO because they're paying for it. Uh, Ray Fisher, he's gone. Cyborg is gone completely out of the whole thing. But you know, it, it is what it is. And, hey, Daddy, what are your thoughts on Wonder Woman eighty four? <laughs> I have one, um, one, one word for that. <laughs> for Wonder Woman '84, that Maybe. movie took all the good, all the good uh, feelings and all the good um, goodwill that came from that first movie, and they took it. And put it in, wrapped it in her big bright bow, and shoved it down the toilet. <laughs> because eighty mm-hmm. Superman, I mean, I mean, like a lot of the stuff that they were doing uh, in the first Wonder Woman <laughs> movie, they just said, "Ah, fuck it." <laughs> yeah, and, and created this one. And I blame Walter Hamada for this one because he Hamada. was like, "Yeah, we need to make this lighter." Well, I mean, like Hamada was was one of the problems because he was once they got rid of Zack Snyder, who was a big influence on the first movie. Mm-hmm. Hamada was just like, "Go crazy, Petty," 
go nuts, do your thing. And then Patty was like, Zach was a big part of that. He's like, no, 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 Patty, go crazy. You got it, Patty. Just do it. Yeah. Patty's like, okay, I'm going to do it. <laughs> Let me relive Patty, 1984. <laughs> that, movie, that movie was so fucking bad. It was, and them kids are dead. Those kids are dead. Oh, those kids are absolutely <laughs> crushed. Yeah. Uh, Miss Faith is another woman movie. I, I, I don't know what you mean by that, Miss Faith. Like, you're going to have oh, to it's explain a, it's, a, it's a joke. It's just a joke. Like, oh, woman oh, okay. movie. Like, yeah. Uh, with mustard finding SJW shit everywhere, or just anti, like he hates women movies. I don't know. <sighs> no, dude, not really. You know, like uh, I just hate it when uh, they use it as such a, a, a like a fucking pinnacle point of the story and movie. Like, like the whole thing in, in Wonder Woman eighty four, where like I've been, I've mentioned this a thousand times, when she's walking down the street and there's like seven guys lined up just to hit on her. Like, when the fuck does that ever happen? Like, who the fuck literally just walks, like, waits around just for fucking, you know. And, he, and the guy's in a suit and everything, so you yeah. know he has a job. You know he's, like, a member of society. He's just sitting there in the fucking street at night waiting. With <laughs> a bottle in the bag. Like, that's just, that's so ridiculous. And hey, don't, don't make fun of Danny's weekend activities, right? <laughs> yeah. Hey, that, look, <laughs> what I do on my weekend is... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just thought it was so stupid, dude. That movie was... Mm. It was, I it was, was so like I watched it on HBO Max at Christmas right. the day it came out, and I I loved the first scene. Literally, it was the only scene I loved with the Amazons. I, I said, hated oh, it. okay, they're going back to the Amazon stuff. They're getting some stuff with you know with Diana as a little kid. This is going to be great. And then all hell just like it's like the bottom just fell out of it. I'm like, what the heck is this? The whole entire scene with, oh, I'm I'm hanging with Steve, but he's in the body of someone else, and I'm basically using this as <laughs> my sex doll. sex doll. No consent whatsoever. So you mean to tell me that Wonder Woman is using his poor guy against his will for snoo-snoo? Because that's what Amazons apparently used to do. <laughs> and... <laughs> Look, Futurama reference. I love it. Yeah. Um, but I'm like, wait a minute. This doesn't make sense. And nobody, and nobody it, mentioned it. Nobody, nobody had a problem with it. Oh no, there's yeah. a lot of people uh, like, that had a problem with it. They're like, you do. They're like, you do realize the entire movie, Wonder Woman is basically raping this poor guy. Yeah, like at at first nobody said like, anything. Quite literally, though. Like, yeah, yeah. At, at first nobody said anything. Like it wasn't a thing. It wasn't a thing, right? At, at first, when the movie came out, everybody was like, "I don't know, this movie's problematic. It kind of sucks." And then somebody, I forgot who pointed it out. Somebody pointed it out. And was probably like a redditor. Someone <laughs> was probably like, "Uh, that's rape." Yeah. And then everybody was like, "Wait, that is you're rape. right." <laughs> what hold? Twitter got to her. <laughs> Twitter did get to her. God. I remember hearing about Gal Gadot getting ripped in Twitter for that. Well, well duh. I mean, she, yeah, dude, she had but... nothing to do with it. I mean, but. Oh, God. Dude. The whole, I... like, the Wonder Woman can fly now thing. I like certain aspects of the movie. I I did. There was, there was a couple of scenes that made me laugh. Like, the fish out of water thing being flipped and, and it's Trevor being a. Uh, 
uh, you know, the fish out of water instead of Diana. Mm-hmm. There was there was there was cool little points to it, but like overall, the movie was just fucked. It was so that fucked. Is, the, the fucking yeah. kid coming out I mean, of the woods at the, the end. The whole thing with the Maxwell Lord in general was like, okay, you brought a name just for that reason. But anybody who's ever read the comics knows that she literally kills Maxwell Lord. Well, so it's like, times. why did you not have that scene in the movie? That would have been great. <laughs> Wonder Woman murders. Yeah. Well, I mean, technically, she, she murdered. She murdered before. I can't yep. even like. She was a literally an I was, warrior. People forget that. I was She's literally trying to. I was trying to make it up like a Batman joke, but then I literally remembered the first movie where she murders. A lot of people, a lot of fucking people, like the, all those poor German slash Austrian Hungary people that she oh, fought yeah. in World poor War One, dude. <laughs> poor people, poor dudes, poor <laughs> peoples. <laughs> and then, and then we got to look at, then we got to look at Captain America objectively. Like, okay, does he hey, really kill people? He doesn't kill. He, Cap has never killed a single person. Fuck you. Never has. Never has. It's because they weren't people. They were Nazis. <laughs> Danny gets it. Danny what about, gets okay, it. Well, what about in the Avengers when they're fighting the dudes at the fucking laboratory for the site? Like they're those fine. People, they're, they're fine. Hydra <laughs> is akin to um. Hydra is akin Hydras to are Nazis. They're not Nazis. They're not Nazis. They're, they're, not Nazis. Not they're just just Hydra. They're not. They're, same they're, company. And the, and the, <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> same, same brand. Same company. Different organization. <laughs> same. Same CEO. Different company. Exactly. <laughs> It's like back when McDonald's was owning Chipotle for a while. That's same okay, company, now, are we different the name. Same thing about NASA. What? What about NASA? Started by Nazis. It was Project not Paperclip. Started, it was not started by Nazis. They were not imported, Nazis, yeah, but they were imported. Yep. Nazis, dude. Look, look, Chipotle was founded, then McDonald's bought it. That's exactly what yep. happened. All right. That's exactly what happened. <laughs> <laughs> we were McDonald's. We created the company. We just bought into it. All right, that's well, it. Like, and you, you know what I love though about that? And once again, we're not talking about politics. I just, I love the idea that there's so many people on YouTube and, and on and on Twitter and on TikTok that are like, oh, nobody wants to talk about Project Paperclip because it was super secret. And I'm like, no, it wasn't. Everybody no one cared. Knew. That was the problem. Nobody cared. <laughs> nobody nobody cared. cared. It wasn't a discussion point. <laughs> it wasn't a discussion point at all. Nobody, nobody knew about Project Paperclip. Everybody knew. Nobody cared because it wasn't a thing. Oh, we're we're gonna bring in this. Yes, we are. We bought them. We adopted is more the word. The <laughs> idea was we were doing this before. We were doing this so the Ruskies couldn't. Yeah. And I'm like, uh, so it's still. I mean, looking on hindsight, obviously the lines are a bit blurred. <laughs> they're so blurred; they're not even. It's like a, a McDonald's, McDonald's, Chipotle, man. I'm just <laughs> Cap never killed no one. In the end, fuck you, mustard. Yes, he's good. Nope, I have yeah. no idea what you're talking yeah. about. Cap, Cap's a murderer. Cap's cold blooded. Nope, nope, not even close. Nope. Fuck you. Anyways, uh, so we have been going for a while. Thank you for everybody who's stuck in there. And we love you, Scoops, and we love you, Miss Faith, and Ashley, and Lofus for coming in. Mr. Black, Sonny Mr. Black, thank you guys for coming in and being part of this. But we're going to start wrapping up. So, Danny, please tell everybody where to find you, where to find your stuff you put out. Just plug your whole uh, shit right now. 
All right. Well, um, on uh, we're in uh, Dark Charm Presents is on iTunes, um, uh, Spotify, uh, any place, any place where all of our your podcasts can be accessed, Google Podcasts especially. Um, on social media, you can find me at Facebook at uh, Dark Charm Media. Um, we have a lot of different, uh, you know, updates and special things that happen every now and then. So, uh, especially, you know, like we're, we're also trying to, you know, gauge people, you know, to, to, to see what you think of our product, to see how, how, what it sounds like, uh, you know, give critiques, things like that, even or just even to come in and say hi. Um, but that's that's basically where we're at right now in regards to um, Dark Charm Media. Cool. So. <laughs> All right. So let's um nope that's 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 the that's the button. All right, so uh, DJ's not here, so I'll go ahead and shield the Patreon. Uh, that's the wrong button as well. So for those of you who want to support us monthly and get even more uh, more stuff, because after this we're gonna hit the post show. So we got a Patreon, patreon.com forward slash VT Network. On the one dollar tier, you get your name of choosing in the credits of every episode essentially a producer's credit which you can legally use on your resume ask your lawyer about that for your local laws <laughs> uh for the three dollar tier it's the um uav tier you get your name of choosing and credits in every episode access to the post show that releases every wednesday and a minute with dj when he comes back from uh whatever's going on with him at the five dollar tier is the airstrike tier uh, that is access to the monthly movie roast, access to the post show. Your name will be read out loud at every episode. And your name of choosing, of course, in the credits, stickers every month. You're going to get stickers every month. And I already have everybody's stickers ordered. So uh, you should be getting them before the end of the month. You also get a giveaway every three months. Our next giveaway is the 20th of this month. So if you want to join, make sure you're part of it. And, of course, a minute with DJ. So... Uh, Mustard, tell them how to talk to us. All right. Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all VT Network number two. With the number two at the end because <laughs> the name got fucking taken. Okay. Viral Trends Network, you'll see us in court soon. We're coming um, for you. Um, email is vtnetwork84 at gmail.com if you have any uh, suggestions don't believe in social media then you can contact us there and uh, I stream on Twitch pretty regularly uh, twitch.tv forward slash kernel mustard with the first L being an I and um, yeah talk to us we're, uh, we're open for everything suggestions uh, critiques literally whatever you got yeah and uh, go ahead and uh, show them the merchandise there, Mustard. Right, wow. Hold on, hold on. Hey, Danny, do you want to be uh, part of the tradition and help us shill and just tell them about our red bubble content here? Uh, what bubble content? <laughs> the one that's on your screen. Just merch. It's just merch. <laughs> all, right. No, I'm, I'm, all right, Mustard, go ahead. Yeah. Well, we got, we got T-shirts. We got pillows. We got fucking coasters. We got... Phone cases, we got blankets, bath mats, we got 10 different designs. And uh, my personal favorite is the Stranger Things VTN, in my opinion. Really? That's your favorite? That's my favorite, yeah. And uh, yeah, if you don't want to support us monthly, or if you want a cool piece of merchandise to remember us by, or have a cool conversation piece with your friends, then hit up uh, vtnetwork.redbubble.com. What? Red? 
vtnetwork.redbubble.com. So yeah, you got it right. I fucked it up. I did get it. Fucking shut up. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, so that's your design. Hey, you have some news, by the way. I do have some news, and I was waiting for the end of the show to do it. I didn't want to bore anybody. Well, so, uh, yeah, vtnetwork.redbubble.com. If you don't want to do the month, the, the monthly thing, yes. Anyways, so now that that's all over, I guess uh, before we head to the post show, I'll go ahead and announce this here. Uh, there are no consoles. Uh, for those of you who have been keeping Puzzles up. Consoles are canceled. No, for those of you that have been keeping up, <laughs> I said I was going to buy either an Xbox Series X or a gaming PC, depending on which one became available first. Well, uh, we originally had a goal, so I had to purchase a, a gaming PC, but that became suddenly and very unexpectedly rare due to, uh, uh, what the fuck was that? Anyways, so <laughs> that had, that became very rare, so I couldn't get my hands on uh, anything gaming PC-wise, but consoles also became extremely rare, and PCs now have won the race because they're the ones that came down in price first and availability. So I have purchased a gaming PC. Should be here. This is the last uh, show that we're going to be doing uh, on the Mac with a uh, non-Windows PC. So yeah. Yeah, that's going to be exciting. You excited, buddy? I'm, I'm trying to be... I have so much anxiety over how much shit I have to get off of this computer to put onto the next computer because it is a lot. It is a lot. I got I to gotta download all our shows and shit. But um, let me go ahead and... Uh, yeah, so yeah, uh, this is the last show that we'll be doing on, on the Mac. And we'll be moving over to uh, Windows soon. So stay tuned for that. Uh, but I also want to thank Paul Schroer and the Magic Squirrel Network for keeping us on and keeping us going because thank you very much. Without them, we wouldn't exist. Also, thanks to our Patreons this month. Lofus, Grave Robber, The Raging Caucasian, Cheyenne, Carol, Anthony, Sherry Finks, Mr. Blacklung, Gibby, The Lemon, Miss Faith, and Sue. Fuck you, Mustard. You don't get a thank you because you're at the $1 tier. I'm at the $1 tier. I don't expect much. <laughs> and I also want to thank... I need to cancel that, by the way. <laughs> What's a dollar? Uh, and I also want to thank Danny very much for coming on and having fun with us. Uh, My pleasure. And one more time, just tell them, what, tell them what your latest episode is and where to find it, just what the latest stuff is. Latest episode of Dark Charm Presents, uh, episode 205. It can be found on uh, iTunes, like I said, or, or Spotify, or anywhere, you know, any podcasts are located. Uh, the title of the uh, episode is called Yin and Yang, and I'm telling you, it is uh, for listener discretion advised. It is very, very gory yes. and very, very good. Yes. I love it. So, with all that said and done, we're going to head... Uh, Danny, you are invited to hang out with us on the post show. So, we're going to go ahead and head out. So, Mustard, say goodnight. Good night, everybody.